welcome to episode 18 of Align Your Mind, the podcast that helps you change your life and achieve your goals through the power of thought work. My name is Chelsea Tanner. I'm a mindset coach and a musician, and I am so dedicated to this work of mindset, mindset management, thought management, thought work, all of that stuff. I truly believe that changing your mind can totally change your life. Today on this episode, I want to talk about what a mindset is. We hear it said all the time, yeah, focus on your mindset, you know, but like what does that actually mean? Today I'm going to break it down what Google says, what I say, what I have found it to be in my life and how changing it can really affect not just your results and the goals that you have, but your day to day. So let's get started. What is the definition of mindset? I asked Google and Google said that a mindset is an established set of attitudes held by someone. Then I thought, well, what does Google mean by attitudes? So I Googled that definition also. Attitude is a settled way of thinking or feeling about someone or something, typically one that's reflected in a person's behavior. A settled way of thinking sounds similar to what a belief is, in my point of view. It sounds from these two definitions that a mindset is a settled and established way of thinking and feeling that's reflected in one's behavior. And I would say that's pretty much how I would define it also. I think of our mindset as the filter through which we experience our circumstances. I think of it like an operating system or a program that runs the facts of your life through its established system. The system or the settled way of thinking is based on thought habits, patterns, evolutionary reactions, negativity bias, social culture, influences, and how we were raised and taught to think. These are a lot of factors to consider here when talking about mindset, but why is there so much focus on mindset? It seems to be like such a huge thing right now. The way in which we perceive the world is through our thoughts and beliefs. These thoughts and beliefs cause our emotions. I just want to pause here because I know I've said that thoughts and beliefs cause our feelings or create our emotions or create our feelings on this podcast before, but if you understand this on a really deep level, it will change your life. Let's use the example of body image. If I have a belief that in order to be successful, I need to be thin, one of those societal influences once again, then if it just so happens that my pants feel too small that day, it's going to create an emotional response for me. I want to be clear. It's not because the pants felt too small that made me react negatively. It's the belief that now I probably won't be successful because I'm not thin, right? That made me emotional. When we have these emotional reactions to circumstances, they're always caused by our mindset aka our thousand beliefs our operating system now let's take the pants example again let's say my pants are tighter than they used to be that's just a fact that's not good that's not bad it's just a fact 
My brain, though, like many, has been conditioned to believe that thinner is always better. And if I've struggled with my weight and had a lot of mental drama around this subject, my reaction may be even more stronger than someone else's. Now, here's the tricky part of understanding your mindset. Most people in this instance would try to diet and exercise more and try to slim down because they think it'll make them feel better if they're thinner. But all the things I just listed are actions. And actions are the result of how we feel. They don't actually make us feel different emotions. Our thoughts do. This is how powerful our mindset is. What if we change our thought or belief about what is or isn't acceptable about our pant size? <laughs> what if we no longer held the belief that thinner is inherently better? If we didn't have that belief, we may not care that our pants are a little bit more snug that morning, right? We might be just liberated from that situation altogether. We can actually decide this stuff. Society throws a lot of crazy ideas at us, explicitly or implicitly, and we tend to believe them. We're conditioned. But when we have a moment and can really see how our thoughts and beliefs are making us feel a certain way, we can question them. Do I really want to believe that? Do I really want to believe that thinner is better? That I'm only valid if I weigh so much or so little? There's so many more examples of this, but you get the idea. I wanted to use an example that personally I've struggled with and had to change in my own life, but also probably something we can all relate to. Now, I want to mention that some people hang on to their beliefs because they're afraid they'll lose something if they don't believe that thing. For example, if they believe, I don't do enough. This is a common one among musicians and high achievers in general, but this thought causes guilt and shame, usually. I don't do enough. Maybe even sometimes a feeling of inadequacy. And the answer people usually choose to solve this problem is to do even more than they already do because their brain is telling them, I don't do enough. So breaking this down, they think, I don't do enough, they feel shame when they think that thought, and that motivates them to do more. They do more because they don't want to feel the shame. They think it'll, it'll fix the emotion. This is negative motivation. It will probably get the job done and probably does most of the time. That's why people think this thought. But I work with a lot of people who use negative motivation and then wonder why they can't feel confident. They've usually achieved an amazing amount of things, but then wonder why that confidence isn't showing up with all the experience they've racked up. The reason is, they're practicing the mindset of, I'm not good enough. That's where they're operating from. When you practice a thought, it becomes a belief. Whether you do it intentionally or unintentionally. When you think and believe this thought that I'm not doing enough, it becomes your operating system. Now, let's get to the problem. People wanna feel confident and good about their work, like actually genuinely confident, not like a fake it till you make it 
confident. To feel confident, that person needs to think a thought about their work that makes them feel confident. But this can be super hard when all they've done is so deeply invested in the thought that they aren't doing enough. If you take your mindset now, what you believe about your work, life, circumstances, all of it, and you put it in a different environment, a different time and place, let's say the future, your operating system is the same. You'll still think you're not doing enough if that's the thought you've practiced. That's why people are so shook when they finally get that dream job. They finally reach that, you know, pay bar they've been reaching for for so long. They finally achieve their goals and then they think, why am I not so confident and happy now? Right? We just think achieving things and taking a bunch of action is going to solve all of our problems. So how do we change our feelings if we can't just do more? We change how we're thinking. We change the operating system. And how do we do that? Well, first, we have to become aware of our current operating system. What are your beliefs? If you have an emotional response to something, ask yourself why you feel that way. That sentence will give you insight into what your beliefs are. Inquire. Ask yourself why certain things are a problem. If you think you have a problem, truly ask yourself, why is this actually a problem? Ask yourself questions. Get curious. It, it's one of the most beneficial things that you can actually do for yourself. We sometimes mistake our beliefs for the truth. We may think we're reporting facts when describing the unfair nature of our creative industry, but what is fair and unfair is in, in itself subjective. Believing something is unfair will make us feel a certain way and drive action from that feeling, which that, that feeling is probably frustration. To be honest, when we think things are unfair. When we question our belief systems, we can see with curiosity that nobody inherently thinks a certain way. Is there a way that the opposite of what you believe could be true in some cases? If so, explore them. See if you can create a little wiggle room and disprove some of your current beliefs. This will create perspective, and that's how we grow. It's sort of like creating a, a larger pot for yourself to grow into. It's like expanding, if you're a plant, um, expanding and growing into a larger area the more perspective you gain. We can train our brains like we can train our muscles. It doesn't feel natural to do it at first, and it may take a while to build up something substantial, but just as someone builds up muscles, they need to be maintained. I think the same is true for the brain. I take out the mental trash of my mind every day when I journal. I get really clear about what I'm intending to do for the day, how I want to think and feel, and what I want to believe about my life. I do this because I don't want to run on autopilot. That usually leads to something called negativity bias. It's the reason that we would have to take out the mental trash in the first place. 
Our brains have evolved to look for painful situations and avoid them at all costs. <laughs> this functionally served us thousands of years ago, but when we sit in our living room thinking about how everything in our life could turn into a catastrophe at any moment, it's not so useful anymore. <laughs> if we accept this negativity bias to be true, we need to clean up those thoughts. Writing down all your thoughts and worries is actually a great first step. If you think, what if this comes true? Usually we say that in like a rhetorical sense, but I really want you to answer that question. Like, What if it did come true? What is literally the worst case scenario? Will you still be a human at the end of it? You know, we don't usually play it out. What really is the worst thing that can happen? The underlying thought to these rhetorical questions is usually something like, if this happens, everything will be terrible and I will feel negative emotions. <laughs> Once all of your worries and thoughts are on paper, ask yourself, do I want to believe this? This is powerful. Deciding what you want to believe can change your life. The power of belief is strong. We know this from anecdotal evidence, but it's mostly strong because it's your mindset. It is your operating system. What if you chose to believe in yourself no matter what circumstance you found yourself in? Let's think about that. Instead of saying, oh, I can't handle this. Oh, I couldn't handle X, Y, and Z. What if you thought, I know I'm always going to have my own back. I know I'll, I'll be okay no matter what. What if you chose to believe that you are always worthy? What if you chose to believe that what other people said about you is really a reflection of them? What if you chose to believe in your abilities unconditionally? How would your life change? How confident would you feel? What if you chose to believe that the number on the scale didn't mean anything more than just the digits on the scale? I use so many body image and, and weight references because this is something I struggled a lot with in my own life. I used to think that I would be more successful if I was thin. If I was a size zero, then I could be a successful flute player. And that was a bonkers one to sort of uncover in my mind. And I changed my mindset little by little on this. I practiced new thoughts. I said different things to myself in the mirror. And little by little, I began to change my mindset. It was a 1% shift a day, maybe, but after 100 days, that adds up. And I'm so passionate about this because I truly think it's the secret to the universe. Changing your mindset affects everything you feel and everything you do. I believe in my abilities unconditionally, and if I don't meet my own expectations, I don't make that mean that I should quit. I believe in my abilities. I believe I can succeed unconditionally. That's gonna make me keep going. And if that doesn't motivate you, like, I don't know. I don't know what does. <laughs> if you change your mindset, you change your life, regardless of your circumstances. I wanna say that again. Regardless of your circumstances. And I think that's just the coolest thing ever. Now, we have a lot of societal conditioning happening, and um, I'm actually coming out with a body image breakthrough program focused 
toward musicians. Now, if you are a musician who's felt self-conscious on stage, you don't feel comfortable and confident in your own body, and you've had a complicated relationship with food, emotional eating, etc., this is a program for you. Now, um, I have a limited number of spots, and if you are interested, please email me at chelsea at chelseatanner.com if you would like to participate. Um, I can't wait to hear from you, and I hope you have a beautiful week. The theme music for this podcast is an amazing song called Already Gone by Paper Morning. You can hear more from them in the link in the show notes.